two of this prestige format, Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speak's boy wonder, Brendan. And we're going to get straight back into it. We've been talking movies, TV, everything, but we are still on what's been happening. And we have it has some, been a huge issue. We have some breaking what's been happening. But we do have to address the giant black and grey, red and blue elephant in the room. <laughs> because it... This seems to be, what, habit for us now, that every time a piece of news relating to this particular topic breaks, we seem to be recording only a matter of a couple of hours later. Yeah, to maximum a couple of hours later. Absolutely, but Brendan, I'm going to leave this one up to you. You're the one who broke it to me. You messaged me at four o'clock in the fucking morning. (laughs) Once again, I am thankful that you don't seem to be able to sleep at night. But take it away! Well, it's funny I messaged you when you were right beside me, but, you know, technology these days. So, something's got to wake me up. <laughs> I know. Your little kisses don't. <laughs> I need to... No, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so, first part of this prestige format, we brought the news... or well, we gave our opinions, I guess, on the reveal of Batfleck. Yeah, we spoke about it for nearly 20 minutes. Now, and as I posted on the GeekSpeak page this morning, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers have made us wait longer than the naming of a royal baby for the... <laughs> For the title of this movie. And I would much prefer the name of this movie over a royal baby. Like, seriously, who gives a shit about a royal baby? But we have a title. We can finally stop calling this Man of Steel 2. We have Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Bow, bow. What do you think? I fucking love it. Yeah? it is. It has a very comic book feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine picking up a graphic novel of... Batman vs. Superman, and yes. the title of that six or seven issue arc being called Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of connote the whole, you know, we're leading into uh, Justice League well, yeah, after since this. That, since that announcement, this title makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, it's one of those things when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, it's okay. But I said, it, it makes a lot of sense. I I mean, they were never ever going to do what I... what. Back in our first ever giant-sized issue, mm. when I said, if it were me, when this was first announced that Batman was coming into the universe... You were going to call it World's well, Finest. Well, I said I would, have, I would have liked Man of Steel 2, World's Finest. Yeah. With this title, as I said, knowing what we know with Justice League coming out makes perfect sense. I probably, the one thing I would tweak would be I'd swap Superman and Batman because I keep going on about how this is a Man of Steel sequel regardless of the other characters in it. Batman's got but that's what we were talking about recently. I don't think it's a Man of Steel sequel anymore. But I that, think it was originally intended to be, but it is becoming a Justice League film but franchise. the people making it keep saying, whenever yeah, they talk yeah. about it, no, no, this is still a Man of Steel then, yeah, sequel. See, I can understand Batman v Superman because of alphabetical order. Batman, Superman. Well, there's that. It also rolls off the tongue a bit better. Plus, let's... Be honest, Batman's their number one moneymaker. Absolutely. A um, few things, though, and they've also released the logo, the official mm. logo. Not too... Um, Not too different to the one they showed at San Diego Comic-Con no, last year? No, they've tweaked the Bat logo a little bit, I think. Make um, it more Fat Bat, kind of like on his got, chest? You've got, you know, obviously the words of the movie now. Actually, it always and was a bit of a Fat Bat logo, It was, yeah. It? yeah. But do you notice um, with the... It's just Batman v Superman. Yeah, no they verses. Don't, they don't, yeah, they don't have verses. V- VS. It's yeah. just V. So, I mean, it still means the same thing, essentially. But, I don't know, it's 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 a little bit different. And, like, look, I'll admit, when I first read Dawn of Justice, I was like, ah. Oh. And then when I read it a couple more times, I was like, actually, I, I really like that. Because you've started with Superman. You're setting up mm. the world of hero, of that there is a hero in this world. Yeah. 
and the whole end of Man of Steel, that him becoming the hero and everything. Yes. Bringing in Batman, and obviously Wonder Woman's in this as well and everything. Yes, the dawn of justice. like It's leading to the culmination of Justice League, but also just in terms of bringing justice to the world. It's like this is the birth of superheroes, so dawn of justice works just as well. It makes makes sense. I mean, look, I'll be honest. I mean, you know I'm a Batman guy first and foremost. Really? I could not <laughs> I know, guessed. breaking news, right? <laughs> I mean, I was never really that big a fan of the title of The Dark Knight Rises. When when they first oh, really? announced that movie about, about two years out, when they first announced mm. that film, the title of it, I was just kind of like... Uh... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't love it. Yeah. See, I. I think I always expected something a bit different from it because you had Batman Begins. I just thought it was too similar to yeah. the second one. Dark Knight was the first Batman film ever that mm-hmm. didn't actually actually have the word Batman. Yeah. And so I was expecting something kind of along those lines. Like it, it was the same with Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I expected you know Amazing Spider-Man to be the first one, and maybe the second one be sensational or spectacular yeah. or any of the other how many names he's had yeah. in his career, and they just went with Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which is boring. Oh, but, you know, they chuck on, especially for Australian audiences, Rise the Rise of Electro. It's like, you you had so many names you could go from. And I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Dark Knight Rises, I do remember being a little disappointed that it Yet, was so similar with, to well, the second with this movie. title, I guess. It's going to grow on me. And, I mean, now we refer to those films as the Dark Knight Trilogy. Yeah. So, you know, again, it, it makes sense. This, this will just simply be the Justice Trilogy. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, where could you have gone from Man of Steel? Because it, we've, we had been calling it Man of Steel 2. Mm. What what else could we have called it? Yeah. What other names does he have? Well, exactly. I, I, I Man of Tomorrow. Ooh. I reckon that would have been the third one. Yeah, that's what we talked about in that old giant-sized issue. What we did? We would have called the, the film. I yeah. do not remember this yeah, at all. No, we did. Uh, well, hey, you know what I just realised? What? First time we haven't called something. Yeah, well. <laughs> but this hey, old, but we know, called Ultron. This I'm could, sticking to that. This could, I mean, who's to say that after Justice League, they won't, you know, you won't have a solo Batman film and there might be a second solo Superman film. You know, Afterwards, a solo Wonder yeah. Woman film, then they come back for Justice League. You know, it's... It... Well, we'll look at Avengers and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they did Avengers. They go on and keep doing their other sequels and everything, and then they come back for Avengers 2, and... Yep. Uh, just... <sighs> Breaking news! I love it! <laughs> but we're going to go back to what else has been happening. Yes. Uh, kind of on the topic of movies, actually. Mm-hmm. We... A fair few trailers have been dropping. Yes. Now... You know, we have mentioned trailers this is... have been dropping more than you've been dropping pants. Well, see, we we were originally only going to talk about one trailer, <laughs> yes. But because when we put the pin in part one of this prestige format sidekick, and, and that we have we... to be honest, that was a couple of days ago. Yeah, we were going to record pretty much straight away the if following not the next day, day. Yeah, but we were knackered. You couldn't contain. Well, I couldn't contain my toots anymore. You couldn't handle them. <laughs> no, and you can't and say then I fart. Oh, okay. I, I like saying toots. I say okay. toots at home. Okay. Which I still haven't tuned in in front of Emily, but that's a different story. Uh, we, we've had to hold off until now. <laughs> we've had to hold off until now because I've been, we've both been busy with work. We have. So not only wanting to talk about the Transformers trailer, a few other trailers have dropped this week. They have. Movies and a game. 
Yes. So, well, first I want to talk about the Transformers one. That's the one that we had planned and, oh, it's Transformers, baby. Yeah, and you've just gone very pale because all the blood has drained from you. (laughs) Well, now you hadn't seen it. I had no. This we watched is the it latest theatrical trailer because this movie is only a, uh, about a month away. Mm-hmm. That like, pre- pre- Australian premiere last night was it? Was it? Pretty oh, sure. And I've been just I've been out of loop with work, mm. just hammering. There me was this some week. big thing red carpet thing for Transformers in Sydney last night. Oh, I wonder if that's like when I went to see the original Transformers uh, film from two thousand and seven in Sydney. I've mentioned that before, yeah, haven't have. I? I went down to that. Maybe it was like that because. If they were doing the world premiere, I can imagine it would be in China. Yeah, it wasn't the because world premiere. Because so much of this film has been filmed and set in mm. China mm-hmm. that I can kind of see it happen. I think they did it. They did a thing in... Uh, it, was, it was like Dark of the Moon. They did the big thing in Russia with Linkin Park. Imagine Dragons have actually taken on the music role for... They've got the theme song, if okay. you will, for the new film. Linkin Park is still a bit... Uh, Oh, yeah, we might be working on some stuff. Personally, I kind of hope they don't. They haven't released anything for years anyway. It, well, it ties it too much into the third, the yeah. other three movies then. That was, you know, you can pretty much group those films together because of the Linkin Park songs. Mm-hmm. By getting a whole new band, it's taking the franchise in a new direction. Well, if that's you what will. I it's, asked it's you. It's symbolic of it. That's what I asked you when we watched this trailer. Because you hadn't seen it. No. We watched it before we started recording the other day. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of want to see my reaction when I watched it for the hundredth time in a row. Yeah. Because when it came out... It was the day of the Arrow Party. It was the day of the Arrow Party, but it dropped at 12.01 Pacific Daylight Time. So it was about 5 o'clock, 5.01 in our, mm-hmm. our time. I was at work. And I re- I'd been fanging for it all day. I'm messaging you saying, oh my God, 20 minutes till the trailer. And I'm just like, yeah, a couple of hours to Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Got it straight up on the Geekspeak page so everyone could see it because it blew my mind. Yep. It, uh, the, last, the scene with Optimus and Grimlock at the end is just... <laughs> I'm excited. I can tell. I, you want you to see... do have a pillow on your lap at the moment. <laughs> and I can still tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the pillow has reached my forehead. Uh, what did you think? You know me. I am the Transformers fan. Yeah. They did give away... Slightly biased. They did start to allude to stuff that's going on with the film. Uh, There's a bit at the start with Stanley Tucci playing with this very... uh, It's almost like its own sentient metal, Mm. if you will. I mean, That's alluding to the fact that there's apparently Transformers created by humans because they've worked out what they're made from. Aside from the part with Stanley Tucci, like at the very beginning, the first probably... 50 seconds to a minute of the trailer was stuff that I'd already seen yeah. from the first trailer. It, it was a lot of uh, double up. It kind of shits me when trailers, I'm not having a, this one in particular, just trailers in general. It shits me when it's like, new trailer, and 90% of it is stuff you've already no, what seen. what shit me was that the day before this trailer, they did the 15 second teaser. <gasps> Seriously. There was how many teas- teasers for the trailer did they do for Guardians of the Galaxy, which we're going to get to. I haven't, but, I didn't oh. see them, but I remember they did with I Captain wa- America. I don't watch I'm them. Like, why are you making a trailer for a trailer? Yeah, it's I don't. fucking ridiculous. I don't watch them. It shits me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, look, I didn't mind it. I, mm. I did comment to you with Mark Wahlberg's daughter. I'm like, that's so Michael Bay. It's like, women do not look like that. <laughs> I know this is a world where there's Transformers, but she's dirty working in a, on a fucking farm. And it's just like, you look like you're walking down a catwalk, love. Like, come on. Even CW shows don't do that. And they, wow. Oh, I don't know. But. Lana Lang, living yeah, well, in Smallville, come on. Look, I, I didn't mind it. It looks exciting. Mm-hmm. It looks, um, like I said, I was burnt by, 
and I'm sure a lot of people as well. I didn't grow. I wasn't into the Transformers yep. as a kid. I re, my actual my introduction to Transformers really was that first movie. Yeah, I got dragged along to it, and so you got burned by. And Revenge I of the Fall. loved it, mm. and I was so geared up for the second one, and I walked out of there just gutted. Yeah, um, to the point that I didn't watch the third one at the cinema. I mm. waited. I watched it on DVD months, almost a year later. Mm. It was okay. Yep. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm probably more excited about this one because I now know you. Yep. Um, and I'm looking forward and to going. I'm special. And I'm going, looking forward to seeing it with you. It'd be kind of like me, like as much as I love Batman and everything, mm-hmm. like I've never actually seen a Batman film at the cinema with you. No. Because you know, every time you look over at me, because, you know, you can't take your eyes off me. No. <laughs> you're just going to see that face of just pure elation and childhood glee. Yeah. And this time the tissues the, won't be for the tears. The face of a kid in a toy store. Yeah. Which I had today because you informed me the other day, because I haven't been able to get out shopping, I dropped in a big W. Yes. Transformers toys are the on the shelf. The new toys are out. Oh, I want to buy some, but I I haven't bought a Transformer in a very long time. They have, however, announced, uh, and I've seen pictures of it, they're doing a figure called Slog, mm-hmm. based on my favourite Transformer of all time, Sludge. Sludge. Who only has one toy. In the 30 Ever. years of Transformers, one. Yeah. I will be getting that one. Of so you I'm looking forward to it. I do kind of wish you had seen, they brought out a second version of this trailer, the international version, a couple yeah. of days later. It's got a bit more of uh, Mark Wahlberg being Mark Wahlberg. Oh, good. Uh, basically, what? it looks like no. he, he's crashed uh, one of the Transformers ships on someone's car. Okay. And this guy's coming up to him and he's like, oh, I hope you have insurance. It's like, what are you talking about? You don't get insurance on a spaceship. Honey, hand me my alien space rifle or something along those lines. Like, it's all... I can't do it justice. I'm not an actor. Okay. We've established this. But <laughs> As it an is, actor, you're a very good podcaster. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it does... Uh, it is very Mark Wahlberg. Okay. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I love Mark Wahlberg. Fair enough. But I can coming off, leave him. Coming off Transformers, mm-hmm. another trailer we saw the other day, uh, one that I've never even... I'd, no, I this, this is based this on a Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons book called Our Old Mate. Yep, met him at uh, Gold Coast Supernova Gold last Coast year. Supernova last year, yeah. Uh, the Secret Service is what it was originally going to be called. It's mm-hmm. now co- or Secret Service. It's now called Kingsman, the Secret, Secret Service. Service. Yeah, never heard of it. We watched it. Together. Can't wait to see it. It looks amazing. It's, it's the first much... time something starring Colin Firth, and I'm just like, I really want to go and see that. Well, great cast in a Colin Firth, uh, Samuel Michael Jackson, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, uh, young British dude. At the start, it almost it reminded me a lot of uh, Attack the Block. The I, I was getting the feeling of kind of like with, a, um, Nick Frost from a few years like ago. a teenage sort of like layer cake. That kind of sort of like gritty, kind of British. that mixed with a bit of uh, Agent Cody Banks and all those. What was <laughs> no, that? I wouldn't other, go that far. What was that other one similar to Agent Cody Banks a few years ago? It had like the was it a TV show? It had like a young Storm British... Watcher or yeah, Clock Watcher or Storm, something. Alicia Silverstone was in it. Yeah, that one. It was based off the books. Mm-hmm. That's what I. It started to remind me of. Okay. Then it started to remind me a lot of James Bond. Yeah, I, got there were, I, I felt there was a lot of James Bond mm. uh, illusions. Well, I've told and... you and said on a previous podcast, if I could buy film rights, I'd be buying film rights for Young Bond. Young Bond. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. The good thing is the character isn't your pompous shit or anything. He's he's a juvenile delinquent. Yeah. And Colin Firth takes him into The Kingsman, uh, which seems to be, what, what did he say? They're like the modern day knights. Yeah. 
looks great. Looks really cool. Full of action. Got some great humor in it. Directed by, um, oh, directed X Men First Class. Oh, Matthew Vaughn. Yes, yes, yes. He he went and did this instead of, well, of course, Brian Singer was like, Brian. I'm coming back. Yeah. Dude, um, Brett Ratner fucked up X-Men 3. And I like, fucked up re- Superman, and I need to come back and redeem myself. <laughs> Which, but we'll leave. Hey, that's out today. Yes, it is. Going to go see it? I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping to see it this weekend. We've got um, Emily and I thinking another double movie. So weekend. stand by for a Green Booty review. Of yes, the new we're X-Men hoping film. to see Godzilla and uh, X-Men. Next week, we've got Maleficent. Mm. And a million ways to die in the West, which I can't wait for. Oh, the Seth MacFarlane one. Yes, so many. I've been holding off going to the cinema, thinking a lot of movies I can wait for these days. There are far too many next movies coming out. Next week's a very big week. A lot I can't of these wait. movies are like Godzilla, X Men, Amazing Spider Man, Captain America, Transformers, Ninja Turtles. They're all cinema movies to me. You that's need what I'm, that's to the one see I'm them most on the excited about. This Ninja Turtles. That's the one oh, I'm coming yeah, for. But another one that's coming out that we did see a new trailer for, the second theatrical trailer, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mentioned it before. <laughs> I was lost for a second there. How fun does this movie look? Look, I, I did... A, I You've mentioned, mentioned it a number of times. I can't remember if times. I mentioned in the first part of this issue or not, but I have in the last week, I've read the first Guardians of the Galaxy trade. Ooh. I won't give it a review now because we'll leave that for a future yep. issue. Uh, but, I mean, I... With like a lot of people, I'd never heard of these characters until knew, they announced the movie. I, I it's not my you know. I knew a lot of the characters, but I I hadn't been reading uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I have recently done the same as you. I've gone back and got it from issue one because mm-hmm. I did have to read a few issues that tied into all new X Men. Yeah, it was a crossover back and forth. Like we'll go into that yeah. more in a future issue. The reason why I bring it up is because reading that first trade. There were a few moments of, I guess, kind of funny. Yep. But I think what they're doing, and I think it's going to work, Yeah. is these two trailers have genuinely been hilarious. And yeah, I think they're the, really the trying the to... the old music well, and Chris Pratt's humor. I think they're trying to market this film as a genre, like, you know, sci-fi, superhero, action, but a comedy. Yeah. Because... Even if I hadn't read that first trade, which was really enjoyable, I would—I mean, I'd go and see this movie because that's what we do. Yeah. But taking my geek speak role out of it, I want to see this movie because it looks funny, and see, I think that's how I they're going the to humor get in those issues that I had to read for all new X Men. But this is again mm. after I've seen the previews. After you've mentioned the stuff with like that scene at the end of Thor two, the Dark World, mm-hmm. it really has that different tone to it and to I think, your normal Marvel. I movies. think they're going to use the comedy to get the average cinema goer in who just go, "That looks really funny." Well, as soon as they mentioned Chris Pratt, you yeah. knew it was going to be comedic. Mm. Like he has done serious roles, but there is always that element of his humor that comes through it and it's yeah. what makes his characters great. Mm. I hated Andy in Parks and Rec. He's a douche. At, in the first couple of scenes because he was a douche. He is my fa- and I hated Aubrey Plaza <laughs> with a passion. Those were two of my favorite characters by the end of the most recent season. Yeah. They he's hilarious. Mm. And so as soon as he was cast as Star-Lord, aka Peter Quill, I knew was, this is going to be a funny film. The tra- I mean, this new trailer, again, I guess similar to Transformers. I, some of it was 
had the same vibe. Sort of mm. really, didn't really give away too much. They haven't. The first they trailer really did. haven't given away much. To... You hear um, Groot. You, speak yeah, you actually and you hear, hear Groot Rocket, Rocket speak. Bradley which Cooper Bradley Cooper's and just in that little part. It was just kind of. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. It didn't even sound like Bradley Cooper. To yeah, me. but it didn't. It wasn't what I was expecting either. But then in saying that, I don't know what I was expecting. I was yeah. expecting. I think maybe more cartoony. More, but like, I know he's meant more to like look light. I mean, I know he's meant to look cartoony, but be a real tough bastard. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, it, it looks funny. The you only get a few shots of Ronan the Accuser, who is the big bad. Yes, uh, I'm pretty sure that's played by Lee Pace. He played Thandril in um, The Hobbit. Oh, you also got a look at Glenn Close, too. Glenn Close f- finally appears. You get another look at uh, Ka- um, Karen. Yes. Karen Gillian. Gillian? Gillian. From Doctor Who. She's playing Nebula, who's another bad. But yeah, they don't really give too much away to the story other than it seems to be they're convicts and they band together, together yeah. which is pretty much what they coming from the comics. Yeah. They, so, uh, look, they band together and dub themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. And it looks really interesting, and I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking it out. Looking forward to that. And one other trailer we do have to talk about. It just dropped today, I believe. Yeah, I think last night. You just showed me before. I hadn't seen it. It's the second trailer for Batman Arkham Knight, the game. Oh, hold my pantaloons. I will say about this trailer the same thing I said after the first... Arkham Knight trailer. I still stand by what I said with that first Arkham Knight trailer. It is still one of the greatest Batman anything yep. things that I've ever seen. And after watching this new one again today, I will say the same thing. I'm not a gamer. I don't know when I'll play this game because I don't have a PS4. Will not get one for years probably. Yep. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. See, they really do showcase the Batmobile a lot more. Mm-hmm. That freaking tank of a thing That's that it is. Awesome. I've read a lot of stuff about the way they're treating the Batmobile. It is very destructive, but still goes by Batman's whole no-killing rule. Well, I read, actually, it was I don't know if we spoke about it on this mm. show, the week or a couple of days after that initial Arkham Knight trailer, Arkham Knight, yeah, mm. trailer dropped, that um, this is only going to be on PS4 and Xbox One because... because that, that's all they can just, handle it. Yeah, just the Batmobile alone... Mm. Would render that would fill up a complete disc on yeah. an Xbox 360 or a PS3. It's insane. It looks amazing. The the, the armor. They kind of, yeah. See, I saw a statue in a comic shop that said Arkham City, um, armored, and I'm like, I don't remember wearing armor in Arkham City. Mm. I haven't played Arkham Origins. I I still haven't finished Assassin's Creed Four. I haven't been gaming much lately. No, but I just it. I want this game. Mm. This is a game that I would buy a PS4 just to play. I think a lot of people It will looks absolutely actually. amazing. There's a character at the end that I was like, who the fuck is that? Is that... Uh, I, I was Arkham, about to say Deadpool. Deathstroke. Knight, I think. I didn't realise that Arkham Knight is actually possibly a character. Mm. But it looks fucking wicked, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I am honestly contemplating, if I can afford it, buy a PS4 just to play this game. Mm. Otherwise, I'll just wait a little bit. Because that'll then, be the thing. Then, By then the time this I, comes out, I, I can over? pick up Arkham Origins for probably 20 bucks. Can I come over? If you get a PS4? When did you leave? <laughs> <laughs> we lived together, Brendan, <laughs> under the same blanket fort. <laughs> but enough of Batman. But <laughs> Never! Keep, yeah, actually, yeah. How many times have I said enough of Batman recently? I do want to keep it on games for a minute. There was an announcement the other day that <laughs> I personally am very excited for. I'm literally just going to hang on. I'm going to put my microphone down yep. here because there's no point in me. Yeah, hang on. 
you're an ass. Anywho, what happened last year when I first started with Geekspeak? One of my first videos I ever recorded. What did I spread the word of? Uh, killing zombies. No. Okay. You're a terrible person. <laughs> um, I... Pokemon X and Y. Yeah, of course. Don't fuck with me, Brendan. <laughs> Don't fuck with me when it comes to Pokemon. I will cut your face. <laughs> How excited was I for Pokemon all year? Um, you're still looking like an half-open Pokemon. I am. So when they announced the other day, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby coming in November, just out of freaking nowhere, how excited do you think I was? I was stuck to the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Like that scene in Scary Movie. Yeah. Oh, God, there's a fucking image. Uh, Yes, Alpha Sapphire. And And you're welcome, Tony. Oh, that's... Oh. I don't know how to recover from this. But yeah, it's Pokemon Alpha, Sapphire, and Omega Ruby. They're remakes of the Generation 3 games, Sapphire and Ruby. You're looking at me like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you really don't. Look, this is something that... It's kind of like Half-Life 3. Uh, everyone commenting on Again, you're looking the, at me like I know what you're talking well, about. Well, I'm talking... Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners who actually know their games. People that I would prefer to podcast with when it comes to games. So, fuck off, Brendan. So, yes, very similar to Half-Life 3, where people are always saying Half-Life 3 confirmed when the game hasn't been. People have been spouting for years, Hoenn confirmed. Hoenn being the region from the third generation of Pokemon games, being Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Everyone's always spouting it. Their words have finally come true. Nintendo announced Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire coming in November... And holy crap, I'm excited. We're barely off the back of Pokemon X and Y. But it means with the remakes coming, you know that Zed is just around the corner. And I just get to play more and more Pokemon and finally catch them all. Actually, I did catch them all, didn't I? I did catch them all. Are you done yet? No. I caught them all. I caught all 718 Pokemon. But, you know, that's a story for another day. So do you want to... You, you sure? You can? Yep. Fucking hell. When I said fuck off, I didn't mean literally. Well, I just figured I can't say anything, so I may as well. <laughs> well, I got my word in. I got my Pokemon words. How fucking much do you talk about Batman? Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not going to say anything. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> Touché, sir. Yeah, but you can... Touché. You know about that character as well, so you can put in your input, whereas I just sit here and Well, go, like I said, there are plenty of listeners hey, out there exactly. who love their Pokemon. And I'm not they going want to, to hear about this. I'm not going to deprive them of that. No. So I just walked away. And if they haven't heard that news, well, I don't know where they've been, because it's absolutely massive. But as I said, really looking forward to it in November, and you can bet your sweet ass this sidekick's going to deliver a Green Booties review. Speaking of absolutely massive... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got on an absolutely massive plane last week. Oh, oh the, I the did, week before, didn't sorry. I? Yes. Uh, Emily and I went down to Melbourne. He did. I had mentioned we were going down to... It was a birthday thing for her. We were going to see Wicked. I got to do a couple of awesome things down so there. So to get down there, you can almost say you were defying gravity. Oh, well played, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, no, while I was down there, I checked out a few of the comic shops. Yes. Went and saw All-Star Comics. Mm-hmm. Very modern shop. Didn't see that one when I was down there. It's your it's it's your typical comic shop that you expect with more, the more modern feel. Just all the new books on the shelves. There's yep. no long boxes of old stuff. 
a uh, couple of figures. They had some old stuff that I did actually take photos and send to you. Mm. They had a 66 yes. Batman cow. Which I've seen one before, but it was quite expensive. Less expensive than the one you saw. Yeah. And a giant Raphael from the original animated uh, Ninja Turtles line from the 90s. And I wrote back... 80 slash 90s. That was the one that I had. <laughs> yes, because you had actually told me about that recently. Yeah, I had you? the big Raph and the big Mikey. So All-Star Comics, really good. Nice, uh, fresh. It, it, it was a fresh comic shop. Kind of like Kaboom. Uh, could you really call it fresh with Todd <laughs> behind the counter? You've been in the same room as him, right? Yeah. We went on a plane with him. Actually, I shared, in a hotel I shared a room, room with, him. with him so you can all get fucked. Then again, didn't I fart on his pillow? I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> Anywho, checked out Comics for Us. Yeah. This was the didn't comic shop I loved. A uh, lot of long boxes, a mm-hmm. lot of back issues to go through, but a lot of old toys. Oh, I love it. Not just, you know, uh, your uh, open ones, you know, your loose figures and everything on, on from card. all your old He-Man lines and Transformers and Batman and everything. A lot of on-card yep. and in-package figures from the 90s. Like, I love finding stories Batman, like that. You would have fucking lost your shit. I was losing it over <laughs> X-Men and Spider-Man figures that I had. Mm-hmm. Batman animated series. Yeah. So many on-pack, whatever you want to fucking call it, mm. toys up on their walls. Emily and I were in there for just a good 45 minutes just looking at figures. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome comic shop. Checked out Minotaur. Oh, that one I did go to. Have been there before. It's pretty much the Kmart of comic shops yeah, is absolutely massive huge with and everything to find. Yeah. And then we found this other little store just happened to had looked up comic shops in Melbourne. This one never came. I suppose it wasn't a comic shop. We were actually trying to find another bookshop and came down this alley. It's like how I came across Golden Age in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. And there's this, I can see these windows just full of geek shit. I'm like, oh, we have to check <laughs> that out. Yeah. There was no sign outside saying what the store is called. I, I feel like wasn't it was called, called geek shit, was it? <laughs> I feel like it was called something collective, geek collective. Emily bought some stuff for herself and her brother. It's on, it's on the bag, but this is what I mean. Like there was nothing anywhere that said the name of this shop, but it was full of every possible new toy and figure and everything you could possibly want. So many Pacific Rim things in there. I just wanted to steal them all. <laughs> But I knew that I'd never make it out alive. No. There were some big geeks in there. Oh, really? A lot of t-shirts that we often find online. Like, I saw a lot of my Pokemon, the, you know, like my Bulbasaur in the my one in pocket. the pocket, yep. Getting a little off topic here. Awesome to see these comic shops. Yep. See what See what else is available in the country. Went and saw the DreamWorks exhibit at Acme. Yes. Uh, actually, I was the artist and, I guess, Geek Speak sidekick contributor, yep. um, Adam Rose. He went yeah, and saw that there. about the week well, before, a couple of days he, before, actually. He saw Wicked only a few days before me, yeah. and he went to the Acme thing as well. It, absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. We walked in, and I was reading just what the exhibit's about. Yes. You know, this, it goes through, I think it was like story, characters, and world. Mm-hmm. And next thing, Emily's come over to me. Uh, are you all right? <laughs> I'm just lost it. My eyes were just so full of tears. I had oh, How sake. to Train Your Dragon music going in the background. I'm reading because seeing how these movies just go from conception to realization, mm-hmm. like these awesome interactive displays that it was like a projector down on a white, like molded desk, if you will, but it yeah. would project on like a book and pencils and okay. a phone. And there was this amazing room that was a 
big uh, kind of horseshoe screen mm-hmm. where it's submersive. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts with a script. It's talking about a black beast looking out over the rocks, da 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 Starts with the storyboarding concept drawings and penciling in. Mm-hmm. And it's Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, which I only saw for the first time about three weeks ago. We're going to talk about that at a later date then, I believe. Mm. But basically, you jump up on his back and he starts flying around Burke, their yes. hometown. Mm-hmm. And as you fly along, the graphics go from your pencils to your watercolors to you start adding in your computer-generated textures. And by the end of it, it's fully realized. And you're flying around on Toothless. At the end, he shoots the big fireball, blows up, you fly right through it, ends. Yep. It's on a two-minute loop. Emily and I have just looked at each other. Yeah, we're not moving. We're watching that again. (laughs) We even made sure we came back through on our way out. It was that cool. So if you are in Melbourne or you are going to Melbourne, head along to the Acme DreamWorks exhibit. I highly recommend it. Because it just blew my mind. Melbourne certainly gets some good exhibitions, don't they? <laughs> it it really showcased there was a lot of focus on Kung Fu Panda and yeah. Madagascar, but yet didn't see any penguin stuff in Madagascar. So they're two franchises that I really miss. They did have other films like uh, Prince of Egypt. They I would have thought they'd be very Shrek heavy. There was a lot of Shrek. Uh, they, they some of the things some displays only were like one board, like with B movie and stuff. There was a lot on um, was it uh, Spirit? Spirit, uh, yep, Spirit, the the Spirit of the Simmerons one. Did they have any Road to El Dorado stuff? Yes, they because had a fair bit of that. That is my favorite DreamWorks film. They had quite a bit on that, and they had a lot of these uh, that movie. maquettes and um, statues mm-hmm. that you know have been created in the process of ca- designing these characters, so the artists have reference. Yes, it was stunning. It was just absolutely awe-inspiring to see what goes into making these films. How many pages of storyboards, like. Stacks. Yeah. And there was this cool interactive display too where it's they pitch every scene and it had all these storyboards on the wall and then a projector of a guy actually um, oh, awesome. pointing to them, talking through the scene from, I believe it's the first, yes, first Shrek with Lord Farquaad. Yes, yes. Interrogating the gingerbread ginger man. man. Yep. Do you know the Muffin Man? Oh, yeah. the Muffin Man lives on Drury Lane. That's like... And these guys, when they pitch it, they're doing the voices. <laughs> they're, like, becoming these characters. Cool. So head along to it. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot recommend it more highly. But there was other one other thing that I did see in Melbourne. Yes. Tell me about it. Because now, I, I did see this show, and it's original Australian run uh, when it came to Brisbane. It was early 2011. I went and saw Wicked. Yes. What did you think? Holy shitballs. Can I just say from the get-go... Um, I want to do things to Lucy Durack. I will do those same things to Gemma Ricks. You will have to fight our honorary sidekick, Grace, because she <laughs> has told me on numerous occasions she has a thing for green-skinned women and loves Gemma Ricks. I will beat her face into the ground. That's fine, because while you two are fighting over the green witch, I can just have <laughs> Lucy Durack all to myself. Look, I was really surprised by it because I knew for Wicked that all I'd ever heard was, I knew some of it, but it was a prequel. I didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize it's kind of a, it's a prequel, but also runs concurrently with The Wizard of Oz. See, that's, don't get me wrong, I loved Wicked, and my one thing with it is I love it if I look at it as a standalone story. Yeah. I don't really like the tie-in to The Wizard of Oz, and I don't like making the witcher sympathetic. 
character. We'll come back to that more soon. Mm. But I loved it. The I you told me Lucy Durack had oh. been in Lu- Legally Blonde. I didn't yes. realise what kind of character Glinda was in this. Nancy, I don't like that. Don't really like that about it either. So that, and when I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, now I can see why she's in Legally Blonde. It's and the in same Legally character. Blonde, she was wearing the little like Playboy bunny. And I just, <laughs> oh, I actually saw that with Grace, and no, oh, look, the, she had to pick me up off the floor. The entire set design was just it's awesome. Absolutely, hey. you would have loved the dragon. You and Jess showed me the uh, program from no, the show. You went it's to or a, something. It was a book you could buy there. Um, it's the Grimmery. Oh, which you would know from the show, but it's, yes, yeah, it's basically the history of Wicked. It, it has all the like the American cast in it. Oh, like, that's right, because yeah, like Adina Menzel Mad- was in there, Mandel and, um, and, <laughs> and uh, Chris Chenoweth and yeah. stuff like that. And seeing the photos of the New York production, <laughs> yeah, you didn't realize this that it is the exact same as what yeah. I saw in Melbourne with the giant metal. It's exactly the same as what I every, saw in Brisbane. It is exactly the same, which I love that it stays true to but it. But see, that's, that's part of the copyright for a lot of these shows yeah. is they ha- it has to be exactly, like from every minute detail has to be exactly the same. So you could go and see this show in West End. You could see it on Broadway. So when I it see Lion only, King at the end of the year, is it, it going to be It will be exactly same? the same as what shows in Broadway. What shows, it will be identical. Oh, cool. Yeah. It just is, you know, different actors, but exactly the same. Well, yeah, I, I absolutely loved the show. It was astounding. The How good's Defying Gravity? Oh, when when it cut to black, mm-hmm. Emily and I just looked at each other and just tears are streaming down our face. It was that good. I we've, I've been seeing a lot of um, stage productions recently. Mm-hmm. I just cannot speak more highly of this. It is. I'm surprised it's come favorites. back so quickly because, like I said, I only saw it in 2011. Mm. It started, I think, touring Australia in 2008. It's only been a couple of years since it stopped. Well, what I've loved about it is the character of Elphaba, mm-hmm. the Wicked Witch. You said you don't like her as a sympathetic character. No, I think she's, I've always yeah. hated the Wicked Witch. I like her. See, that's as how a sim- it sh- should be. Well, I that, think. that's the whole yeah. point of the story. But I think we've spoken a bit too much about Wicked because well, we're delving into Oz ca- territory we are now. Talking aren't we? into Oz territory, so you know what I think it's time for. Finally, it's <laughs> taken how long? God, you kept putting this off, Brendan. Oh yeah, God, it was, it was, all, it was all me. Pain. It was all me. <laughs> But no, I think all this talk about Wicked and the Land of Oz and everything, it's no better time to lead into the first, the inaugural, the... Long-awaited. <laughs> the long-procrastinated. Sidekick Showdown. Yes, it is finally here. We've been talking about it for how fucking long? <laughs> uh, but little disclaimer first. Mm-hmm. Little star up in the corner again. God, how many of these have we putting up right, right, lately? Yes. God, I can't even fucking No, you talk. can't. Uh, when we first looked at doing Psychic Showdown, we looked at doing it as a bit of a you versus me. Yeah. Didn't we? we? we fought, it's sort of a debate. We fight for each, well, you know a topic each and we, yeah. we, we battle it out. But instead, why don't we... Let the topics battle it out. Yeah, because we did. We had a few more listeners write in about how about instead of just you guys fighting it out, because 
it, it, it was going to be hard for me because you had put me on Team Alice. Well, I think you you seem to take Team Alice, but I think after seeing Wicked, you've kind of swung over to Team Osprey. See, I've never been too big a fan of Alice. So I'm like, okay, I'll have to fight to the death. But then we took in some listeners' uh, feedback, yeah, and they said, why don't you just make it the topics, the topics. versus each other? Because they don't way- want to see Mummy and Daddy fight. Oh, <laughs> I like what you did there. So we, we thought, yeah, why don't we... Pit the two topics against each other. Yeah. We'll uh, score elements of them. Yes. And give them a final score. And whichever one wins, wins the sidekick showdown. It's it's still a showdown. And I think I like this better. Awesome. Because it means I don't have to pummel you so hard. You'll be crying about it in podcasts for another two months to come. Oh, you're giving people the indication that you pummel me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get straight into it. Yes. We did let it out a few weeks ago that we were going to be doing Oz versus Wonderland. Wonderland. Which is the better topic? We have taken listeners' opinions and feedback into consideration. Yes. We are even going to read out a few of their comments. We will. But I think we get straight into it. Oz versus Wonderland. Yes. I think the best way to judge, especially this topic. Yes. Let's look at story. <laughs> characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world, you know, set Pretty up. much everything that you talked about at the DreamWorks exhibition. <laughs> Pretty much. And adaptations. Because if we're looking at Oz versus Wonderland, you've got Wizard of Oz written by Elfrag Baum. Yes. And uh, Alice in Wonderland written by Lewis Carroll. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking adaptations, we're talking the movies. We're going to there's, movies there's and video spin- games. Yeah, stage spin-off production. Yeah. So story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to Alice in Wonderland. Yes. What What do you love about the story? What don't you like? <sighs> to be honest, I'm I've never been an <laughs> not Al- much. <laughs> yeah, my wife's gonna hate me for this. I've never been an Alice fan, really. Have like, I. I remember seeing the movie as a kid and just kind of going, yeah. Um, there was a there was a TV miniseries when you and I were probably only about four or five. Oh, I remember that. I remember the scene where she grows large and there was a dragon in it that I yeah. loved the look of the dragon. And I, even as a kid, I never really liked it. I'm, I'm just not a massive Alice fan. So, or I should say Wonderland fan, sorry. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it two. Two out of five. I, I reckon I'd probably go a two and a half. Okay. Never been a big fan of the Disney film. No. Just because it seemed to... You know, El, uh, I was about to say El Frank Bomb. Lewis Carroll, he was a master of uh, nonsense literature. Mm-hmm. And that is really what Alice in Wonderland is. <laughs> Baum did get there, though. <laughs> uh, I need some semblance of logic and coherence. Mm-hmm. So the story has always kind of... there. There's that... Mm, there's the fun appeal of it because it is nonsense. But at the same time, I need something concrete and cement to really get into. Yeah. I'd probably, with Alice in Wonderland, plus that whole, all the extra the stuff. The like, and the carpenter and that kind of oh, stuff. That thing scares the shit out of me. Those <laughs> That walrus just freaks me out. <laughs> you won't want to see Tusk then. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably give it a two and a half okay. for story. Because it is your kind of uh, hero versus villain yeah. story, if you will. You've got Alice having to go up against the the Red Queen. And yeah, this way you know Dorothy up against the witch. But I don't know. I just I, I so yeah. When it, it comes, appeals to me more. When it comes to characters, um, see, I keep getting their names mixed up. Fucking Wonderland, Oz, Oz Wonderland. When it comes to Wizard of Oz, yes, again, it's your kind of uh, hero's Heroine. journey story, yeah. heroine's journey. Journey of Heroin. I think that what well, we're talking about Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> there was, it seemed there was a lot of it in there. 
yeah, it's, you know, she's got to defeat the evil Wicked Witch and save Wonderland and all that nonsense. Save Oz. Fucking hell. <laughs> See what I mean? I keep getting confused. Let's move on to characters because you're well, no, just no, confusing okay. yourself. What would you give the story for uh, Oz? Yeah, story-wise for Oz, um, I'm going to give it four. What is it about the story that you just, you know... I, I Honestly, I, I couldn't break it down if I tried. I just, I've as a little kid, growing up, I've always loved The Wizard of Oz. See, I'm giving it the same as Wonderland, two and a half. Yeah. It was never a thing that I was really interested in, but I could enjoy it. I mean, like you said, with, with Wonderland, there is a touch of that nonsense side of it to Oz, but I don't know, I just, I just, I love, I just love that, that world, I guess. Yeah. Well, what about characters? When you look at Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, this is the story you love. Is it the characters that really drive Now, you? I'm only going to go off of The Wizard of Oz, not all the other okay. spinoffs yep, so yep, much, yep. or yep. characters that are from The Wizard of Oz that did appear in the spinoffs. Okay. Not, like, I'm not going to rate, you know, this is going to be based on, say, like the paper people or whatever. Or the you China know. dolls no. and all that. Um, your original Wizard of Oz characters and their versions like if in spin-offs. Yeah, if we're talking Dorothy, Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion, Wicked Wizard. Witch, Wizard. Yep. And the Flying Monkeys. Yep. Four and a half, easily. Ooh, that high. Oh, man, I love it. So I'd probably go about a three and a half. Okay. Uh, again, never really liked the characters, and I think that kind of <sighs> stems from the story. dude. The Tin Man. They just all annoyed me. Probably Scarecrow was actually my favorite, yeah. just because he was so stupid. But <laughs> Great Batman villain, though. <laughs> hey, that's something. There's characters in both of these worlds that are Batman villains. Uh, Scarecrow and Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. <laughs> See, I actually kind of prefer more the characters in one... Wonderland? Is yes. that where I'm going with Wonderland? Like, I love the Mad <laughs> You're struggling Hunter. with this. I love the Cheshire Cat. He freaked the fuck out of me as a kid. See, I've never, never liked them. But And the Red Queen is just something... Oh, is it the Red Queen? Queen of Queen Hearts. Of She's this dumpy little evil wench. Mm. The That's how parts. the witch originally was drawn. Yeah. The original Wizard of Oz. She was a short, dumpy little thing Whereas, too. Whereas, like, Glinda never really cared for Wicked Witch. I just hated her. Probably the best thing about Wizard of Oz for me in terms of characters were the flying monkeys. Okay. And again, scary as hell. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what it is about these two movies and stories. They just scared me as a kid. Like, there was just something terrifying about it. Okay. But not like horror terrifying, just... Okay. So yeah, when it comes to the characters, I'd probably give a three and a half for Oz. Yeah. And... Actually, no, what am I talking about? I don't like the characters in Wonderland. They're shits. <laughs> There's only a couple I like. I'm giving them a three. Okay. Screw them. Okay. I hate Wonderland. Well, yeah, me Wonderland characters are two. Okay. What about the world? Like, if you were told you could live in either the world of Wonderland or the world of Oz, mm-hmm. like, which one kind of stuck more to you as, like, everything in that world? Well, shock horror, I'm going to say Oz again. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to give Oz... Okay, in terms of world... I'm going to give Oz three and a half. I'm yep. going to give Wonderland one and a half. See, I'd probably go a four for Oz. Mm-hmm. Never a big fan of the yellow brick road, but I like all the extra little areas they have. Let me put and... it this way. I, if the listeners don't know, I don't even drink. Yeah. Okay. I think I would need to take in a lot of alcohol yep. to get anywhere in Wonderland. Uh... Too trippy for me. 
See, and but that's like I'm giving uh, Wonderland a three and a half for the world. Or I'd have to have a big because puff I on that pipe going, from the caterpillar. Well, going back to the nonsense part that I didn't appreciate, I think that is what would make the world kind of fun to live in. Okay, because there are the, all the little talking animals and yeah, and see, I'm not all, much of a tea all... drinker either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a coffee or tea drinker. I think not that I'm a huge fan of the world, but it would be pretty cool. I, I do like. The nonsense helps build that. Okay. And I think that also works with Oz when it comes down to it. So I'll probably go a four for Oz and a three and a half for Wonderland. Okay. Unless the listeners are keeping track, they're going to be pretty lost with our scores. But don't worry, we're going to tally them all up at yes. the end. Uh, well, that that leaves us with uh, adaptations and spin-offs. Well, when you look at, say, Alice in Wonderland, you've had, obviously, the Disney film. You've had the, the live-action Disney film. film. Which really is a Tim Burton film. Didn't like it. There are the video games, Alice's Madness, which really take it into a more dark and horror yeah. kind of area. But when you look at uh, Wizard of Oz, I mean, you got the 1939 film. You have, I mean, there's Return which to I Oz. I saw so many times as a kid because my sister loved, but again, didn't like it. That was the first when the video store didn't like the songs. When a video store opened down the road from my house as a yep. five-year-old kid, that was the first video I rented. I'd never seen it before. I don't even know what made me rent it. Yep. But I did. Fell in love with it. Love it to this day. See, hated the songs, but other adaptations. John, my wife is going to come out of the next room. Oz the Great and Powerful. Loved it. That was aside from it. aside from Man of Steel and the superhero stuff last year. Oz the Great yep. and Powerful was one of my favorite films. And Wicked. Well, we know how much I love Wicked. What about Return to Oz? I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. What about The Wiz? <laughs> wow. I've seen a production of that. Never seen yeah. the original movie, yeah. So, okay, if we're talking about quality of adaptations, what would you give Wonderland? Uh, Wonderland? I'm going to give... Oh, look, just I guess for the longevity of it, and I, I'm going to give it a three, just to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to talk about Oz... Yeah. Five. Yeah, see, I'm going to probably go. A, for me. I'm going to go a three and a half for Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Tim Burton film. As I said, it's a Tim Burton film, and I have played the some of the video games. I've seen a lot of stuff to do with them. I it looks and plays that again going into that world and going in a different uh, what's the word path direction. Yeah, yeah, you know the stuff that they can do with it. But when it comes to Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. yeah, this is getting a five as well. After, Wicked's I, won you over, the, the, hasn't it? I love Oz the Great and Powerful. I've watched that so many times, and Wicked just fucking blew my mind. I mean, look, if I can go to a land where Glinda is either Lucy Durac mm-hmm. or Michelle Williams, <laughs> sign me up now. Send, look, where's a fucking twister? And if I, I can run go outside. to a land where the Wicked Witch is either Mila Kunis <laughs> or Gemma Ricks, <laughs> sign me up! High five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we've heard enough of us. Yes. That's our opinion. What about a fan's opinion? Yeah, we did have a listener write in. Yeah. And uh, she gave her opinion on Wonderland and Oz. Um, I do know that she loves both worlds, but Mm -hmm. I think she's looked at it from a literary point of view. Yep. um, First and foremost. Because that was the thing with this. This is why we had to go adaptations. There's so many possible areas we could have looked at with it. So so what did she say about Wonderland? When it comes to Wonderland, she said, two succinctly written stories with overarching themes that use familiar items, like chess and cards, as social satire. Yeah, and then she weighed in on Oz. Oz! One or two good fantasy stories, followed by Baum picking random shit off his desk and cobbling them together with fan letters to write ham-fisted, meandering gobshite. 
Oh, it's the paper doll people and the sandwich people. Let's not forget the lunch pail trees. Holy shit, that was almost a Rosie's rant. It almost was. <laughs> so it, she loves them both, but it yeah. seems to be she's kind of aiming more towards Wonderland. Yeah. But I think after all our little nonsense of scoring, mm-hmm. we, need we, to give it- we finally have a winner. We do. For the first, the inaugural, the long-awaited sidekick showdown <laughs> with a final score of 21 out of 40. In the red corner, we have... Wonderland. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> and with a final score of... 32 yes. out of 40 in the blue corner wearing the sidekick panties. Dude, it's got to be the green. It's got to be the green corner. Come on. We'll go the green corner. <laughs> Clear winner of Sidekick Showdown is... Oz. Oz. Yes. I like That's it. how it should be. I think we're done with Sidekick Showdown. We are. <laughs> Forever. Actually, I'm going to throw you a curly one here. Okay, we've just worked out out of Wonderland and Oz... Mm-hmm. Oz is a clear winner for us for it's our favourite world out of the two. Yep. I'm going to throw a curly one at you. Oh, shit. What if it were Wonderland versus Oz versus Neverland? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know I'm a boy that never wants to grow up. Well, exactly. Look at us. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's one for a future sidekick showdown. <laughs> we might revisit Oz. We might, but it'll probably be in about two years' time, and considering be... the amount of ammunition the listeners have given us. The amount of topics we have, we're going to be on Sidekick Showdown for the next That will be a decade. tough one for me, because I love Neverland as much as I love Oz. I think we've had enough Sidekick Showdown. There is one more thing you want to talk about before we wrap up part two of this prestige format, Geekspeak Sidekick. Bit of a... Should, should we call it a special announcement? I mean, I, I am I, special, I and it's an announcement <laughs> concerning me. Well, it's an announcement concerning You're the listeners. You're special to me. Yeah. You're special to our listeners. So, yes, let's call this a Sidekick special announcement. Uh, I can announce to the listeners that in just under a month, mm-hmm. I will be uh, defying gravity. <laughs> oh, oh! I see what you did there. And I will be jumping on a plane and flying down to Sydney. Mm, I think I know where this is going. I will be attending Supernova in oh, Sydney. Oh, you're doing the Sydney trip again? With uh, crew members Dan and Russ. Yep. Now, I, for a long time, had wanted to go to Sydney Supernova. Even one of my good friends was heading down for it, and she kept being like, come down, come down, come down. I'm like, no, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few Arrow cast members going, and I'm like, oh, I'd love to. It's, but it, it's starting to really ramp up to, I'd oh, love my to, God, but I want no. to go to and this. And then, of course, the whole Stan Lee thing, even just to be in the same oh, room with the man. That would See, this is where I'm disappointed because I wanted to do Sydney as well. But having just done Melbourne yeah. and got a few other things in the works, yeah. I can't afford it. I still wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Wednesday, a week ago, yep. they announced that George Lazenby was going to be attending. Oh, fuck yeah, you're going. So, You've already booked your tickets, haven't you? I've booked my flights, yes. Yep. <laughs> I booked those last week. I have met a Batman. I've spoken about how I met Val Kilmer several couple of years yep, ago. Yep, yep. I have yet to meet a Bond Ah, you've met a Bond girl. Well, I met I met a, a lady who was in a Bond film. <laughs> Although, and what I, a lady. I was claiming that as meeting a Bond yep. girl because it's the closest I'd come. Yep. But <laughs> I'm heading down and I can't... Uh, George Lazenby is what won me over. Cool. I'm hopefully going to meet the man. Um, would love to have a few words with him and hopefully share that with you, the listeners. Yeah, what I reckon, because I'm going to be stuck up here, you can take my gear. Yeah. 
I want you to get some interviews, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll put them into a podcast. We'll yeah, have a special. Uh, kind was it like Brisbane or Gold Coast? Gold Coast, sorry. But it won't be the full like recorded live on location at Gold Coast. No, we'll kind of work it into our regular thing. But I, I I'd love Any to hear special tidbits that I get. I will. Obviously, share I'd with you. I'd love to hear what you get from George Lazenby just because I want to hear your voice going, I'm going to go, Mr. Lazenby. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> yeah. But look, I think that's it. I think that's everything we can fit into this prestige format, Geek Speak Sidekick. Without encroaching on giant sized territory, yes. Yeah, <laughs> we did want to do some reviews. You yes. want to review a film you recently saw, but I haven't seen it yet. I have a four-day weekend coming up. I'm going to watch it so we can both review it in a How Many Green Booties in the next issue. Can I give a little teaser as to what it might be? Yes. Snoochie booties. Oh! I reckon we'll get a few more reviews in the next issue as well. because we We've had both no, read some comics. We, we've had no reviews in this. By then, we'll have both read all of what's up to the most recent in Guardians of the Galaxy. Or did yeah. you only get well, the, first I've the first trade? I've read the first trade. We can at least review that. I'll have read up to, I think it's... the. Most recent one was issue 14. Mm-hmm. So there'll be film reviews because we want to see Godzilla, X-Men, well, stuff like that. definitely be covering X-Men. You can even cover Godzilla. I doubt I'll get to see that I'm before hoping we record. to see it. I can review going to State of Origin if you like. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> for all your geeky needs, <laughs> head along to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash TV. Follow us on Twitter at GeekSpeakAU. Send us an email with your thoughts, feedback, opinions. We love to hear it. GeekSpeakAU at gmail.com. And check out all the videos at youtube.com forward slash GeekSpeakAustralia. Until the next issue, I've been your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I've been your co-host, GeekSpeak's boy wonder, Brendan. Geek out.